everybody welcome back to another episode of minds collide pod this is episode seven this week we're going to be talking about a lot of things that we may have talked about already in the past Um, we're going to jump right into a couple things uh, right now so first topic this week is materialistic habits and what we mean by that is are people more inclined to do things for money and material objects than relationships and we're going to get kick-started with christian this week all right. What up? What up? So um, I think as we've talked about in the past before, I have some pretty strong opinions on topics such as this. But um, it just really actually when I was on my way to the gym about two hours ago, I came across um, a radio host talking about how a professor at BYU did this five person test, got people that were single, but once dated and then people also in relationships, people in marriages that um, pretty much wondering how they compare like their actual relationship like in terms of love and commitment rather than only being there for material items and for like materialistic type of things and it came back that since like 1990 so really like our generation um predominantly that it's been like a 44 percent increase in that people value material items more than actual relationship itself Mm -hmm. and i kind of think we all see that in like the culture nowadays i Mm -hmm. feel like through like any kind of social media platform, especially I would say Snapchat being number one, at least in my opinion, and Twitter. There's a lot of people out there that you you can see are, are kind of only doing certain things or involved with certain people for um, you know pretty much material items or for experiences. And I kind of just want to yeah. get everyone's idea on like their sure. opinions on it. So here, the, the one thing that you were bringing up to Kyle and I was that the rap culture really has a lot to do with it. So why do you think that is? Um, not even just rap culture. I just yeah, I it's always like use all, it. it's, it's like all music. Yeah, I would just put, not even just rap. Yeah, I would put like celebrity culture, just period. But I feel like it's predominantly with like I, I use rap and hip hop because I feel like that's what I follow the most. But yeah. I also feel like those people celebrate differently than. I actually had a really interesting conversation with my family like last night about like not so much our generation, but like the generation who's like above us like having kids right now like they got kids who are in daycare and like they have good paying jobs you know they're making like decent money so they have like really nice houses really nice cars and it's all about like who can like one up each other like my mom was telling me like she thinks the generation like my brother's age it's all about like how can you one up like your neighbor or like how can like you one up like so it's a competition like you want to have your kids in like every sport you want to have you know they play soccer they play football they play you know lacrosse like everything because you want your kid to be involved in like as many things as possible yeah like you want to just be as well-rounded as possible and be involved in everything and so how do you think that goes back to the whole culture of celebrities rap hip-hop music i think it's just amplified like anything when there's celebrity or when there's like clout to be chased after like people you know amplify more so like in rap culture it's just like oh yeah like i have gucci everything it's like oh you have a gucci purse like i have gucci socks i have gucci underwear like mm-hmm. 
I think it's just kind of amplified more. So and now let me ask you this, because this is another thing that I was thinking of, is do you think it really has so much to do with celebrities themselves, or do you think it has more to do with the social media and the fact that people can share these things so easily? I think, I mean, it's both. I definitely see social media more just because people are constantly trying to kind of be someone else, I kind of want to say. Like, you're always trying to chase something. And whenever someone puts something on Instagram or Twitter, you feel like the objects that they have are really the only thing that you can connect with them, kind of. Mm -hmm. So, obviously... I don't make music, but one way I can say I connect with, you know, Kanye or something is like I have the same shoes as him or something like that. Like it's a way, it's a way for people to connect with artists. I think a lot of people take it the wrong way and it gets a little out of hand at times and it becomes a competition with other people that are in your kind of like age group. So let me ask you this because I think you're in some ways an example of of this yeah yeah do you feel like between your friends or let's say even alex that you guys have a little unspoken competition about whose shoe collection is better or or whose closet looks better like do you you feel like there's a little unspoken competition yeah but i mean obviously alex is my best friend and it's completely like a friendly competition we're not out there like do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think so, people on the internet, though, like... It's different. It's, it's a lot different. It's so different, too, because, like, you don't know who has, like, a ton of money. Like, I go on our sneakers, and you see people who have, like, every Yeezy, every sneaker that's been released in, like, the last, like, three years. Oh, yeah. You know they spend thousands and thousands of dollars every single year. And, like, how can you compare with someone like that? Like, that's when it can kind of be harmful to people, because... Yeah, for sure. And that kind of goes back to like what you were originally talking about. Like, yeah, it that, gets harmful when you're chasing something that's unattainable. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad when you're trying to compare yourself to someone else. Like, you're your own person. Like, you. Person is the thief of joy. It's a boom. That. I love that. That was okay. a great boom. quote, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I was talking about. So like, I wanted to get like what you guys think in terms of so, and it can go on either side. And I don't judge how anyone wants to live their life like whatsoever. You do you, especially at this age. Like it's definitely like your biggest discovery stage and i know on both sides with women and men that it's you could easily find somebody whether it's a a rich man or a rich female that you could just go and you could just go on dates with them or just keep them company or just maybe go out with them once a week or once a month or something sometimes you don't even have to go out at all you could just you know you, you see it all the time you could just show up and just literally keep them company send them things every week or, and you can get paid like thousands and thousands of dollars and my Talk thing that sugar daddy basically. sugar daddy sugar mama stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally and i just know that like i said no judgment hey, i mean obviously explore- i don't i don't know this but really how evident is that culture like how, how many sugar daddies are there how many sugar moms <sighs> are there like how many girls are out there saying yes i want to to be someone's sugar baby or how many guys are out there saying i want to be someone's sugar baby i don't I don't have any empirical data. I have. I personally know two. I personally know two people that have sugar daddies. And actively, they actively, just go on one dinner date with them a week, and they get paid fifteen hundred dollars in their account every single week. That's crazy. Every Sounds single like a good week. gig. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. It is a really good gig, but this is what I'm thinking. So, like, what happens when? that they're kind of like okay i'm in a spot where i have enough saved up i've got a, a, a purse that i want i got these shoes i got to go on a trip i got to go do whatever i want i get to go out every single week i get to get like better food 
what happens when they actually meet somebody uh, or, they, or they want to finally meet somebody and they want to start to date and what are their ha- expectations what shot? are their expectations in terms of like okay wow I just went from having someone that makes 400k a year to someone that's making 60 and now yeah, I can't, really I can't really your, your get what I want or you, you go in and the same lifestyle that's basically. what I'm saying it's a huge switch so I'm thinking like how does it actually affect people's mental state like how long are they going to be in that stage of I want I want I want I mean I think when you put yourself in the position of like I want to be a sugar mama like I don't know if you're I'm not saying like you can't turn around and be like all right I'm gonna live like a conservative lifestyle I'm gonna have like two kids and you know raise my kids. it becomes a hell of a lot harder though yeah like once you get a taste of that lifestyle it's dangerous it's addictive seriously I can't I'm, if I right now had an extra fifteen hundred to two hundred two thousand dollars in my account a week I would be not like wilding but I would be going on a trip like every two months you know what you guaranteed. do man I mean, I would invest. I know. No, no, no. Like, well, like, that's what happens with everyone. I was saying, you know, like, zero dollars when you make money. So, like, zero dollars, you're making no money until, like, $20,000. You're making, like, that's a lot of money. Like, that's a huge increase. Big, that's a big difference. That's yeah. the biggest increase. Because, like, even when you go from, like, making $20,000 to $40,000, like, that's doubling. Again, huge difference. But yeah. is it the same amount as, like, when you go from zero to 20? Like, that puts, like... A roof over your head that gives you food in your stomach that gives you like basically all your basic needs and then let's say we're going from like making a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand it's still doubling but like at that point it's not as evident like it doesn't yeah, feel like it doesn't feel like you're doubling it what's the thing for that the diminishing returns yeah it's like diminishing returns the law of diminishing returns yeah exactly but yeah i just i just didn't know if like anybody I guess I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the only one that knows people that actually do it, like, personally. I feel like personally. I know. I feel like I remember there's there's definitely at least one of my friends who has done it in the past. And I didn't go into detail with him about it. But mm-hmm. I, I think that, you know, it, it's definitely something that they benefited from. Right. But there's some weird people out there. Like, there are people Wait, who which one? which one were they? They were the baby, sugar baby. <laughs> All right. Just wanted to make sure because you said they were better. I don't know like, any. Never mind. Any sugar daddies? The only people I've seen who are sugar daddies are on Twitter, and they're like. But you don't know that. Yeah, and you don't know that. Like, like, sure. like maybe you have like your uncle's best friend is a sugar daddy. Mm. Like you don't know that. Yeah. Your uncle probably doesn't even know that. Yeah. I just think that's one of those things that's like low key. Yeah, and reflecting back to what you said about people in the generation a little bit above us that or like competition with each other. I also feel like if you're doing this, if you're like someone sugar baby for even two or three years, obviously if I shouldn't make an assumption, but I'm going to assume that somebody just has Instagram and Twitter, that somebody's doing this. And then obviously when you're making this much more, they're probably going to like take more pictures of a certain item that they got or certain trips that they're going on. Like what happens then when not only do they stop maybe actually getting paid for anything or they want to find a relationship and they can't keep up with the same aesthetic and the same picture that they've had people perceiving them on for the last two or three years and p- people don't think that they'll be judged like okay well now my pictures aren't as good or like okay i haven't had this and this in a while i haven't gone here in a while like they can't keep up with the same yeah. trend that they've been on and i feel like people are gonna yeah it's wild like, okay yeah people actually do like judge people like that like if you don't have the newest nicest things like you've been posting like you've been having like people are gonna notice especially if you have like a big following or something like that you know, people are going to ask you, why don't you get this? Like, why? Like, it's so interesting to see. And the whole materialistic thing, like, yeah, like, I like to buy things, like, here and there. But 
I'm always gonna like know my limit and I'm never gonna go outside of my financial bounds right to achieve something and I feel like what we're getting at before the whole idea behind like a sugar baby or sugar daddy like they're kind of going outside of their financial bounds not necessarily but they're doing something that they might not necessarily want to do in order to achieve something that they want whether it be money or company I was gonna say yeah. Typically, from the sugar daddy side of things, it's strictly for company and like companionship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then from the other side, like I said, I'm not making a full judgment, but typically it's for financial gain. Mm. It looks like you want to. It's say like something. each one's like giving up, like a part of themselves, whether it be monetary or like the other person, the baby or whatever, is mm-hmm. giving up literally themselves. Right. And this kind of goes to the whole thing that we've touched on about how our generation, people above us might not, I shouldn't say might not, that people are having trouble with monogamous relationships. And this kind of comes into play that maybe this lifestyle is for some people. I'm not saying forever, but right now, like a good example, like I, I told Steve earlier, is like Dan Bilzerian. Like obviously those people that are in his life are cool with how they're treated. They're cool with their role in his life. And they're fine with it and like no judgment at all out their lives look awesome and if you're cool with it then hey good for you but at the end of the day not i feel like not everybody's gonna want to do that forever i feel like that's a lifestyle that you can only live so long until it's like okay it's taken out of me but i imagine i'm gonna do it for 10 15 years or so and it's just a long time until i don't know they can maybe switch back but great does anybody else have anything they want to add to this topic I'm good. Let's get into those meat and potatoes. The Kyle. meat and potatoes. Go ahead, Me, Kyle. I'm. So, I'm. Oh, okay. You're the the residential uh, Kanye. <laughs> the Kanye. <laughs> the Kanye okay. supporter. All right. Um. So yeah, the past week, Kanye went to the White House, and him and Trump and Jim Brown, um, sat down and they had, had lunch. <sighs> yeah. Well, well they, they said. Conversation, then we, they had lunch. <laughs> yeah. No one covered lunch though, so we don't. <laughs> but um. Yeah, he had a lot of choice things to say. Uh, If you watch any news outlet or anything, they kind of chopped up some of the whole interview. I strongly, strongly recommend you watch the full interview before you watch those snippets. Agreed. Because, yeah, like some of the news outlets did make... I thought it was so ironic because literally the clip that they clipped is him saying like, I forget what he's saying. Oh, it's so it's stupid. And then I, he literally yeah. says, like, our conversation or, like, my words are, like, fine wine. Like, you have to, like, listen or, like, taste it all to understand, like, all of the flavors and all of, like, the references and, like, everything like that. And, like, that's what he's saying. It's like, <laughs> don't just clip this and play this. Like, listen to the full conversation that we're going to have and, like, you'll hear some good things. Like, you can't just take this clip. And say, like, this is all that they talked about. Yeah. And that's literally, like, the clip that they clipped. So, and ironically, did like some of our, our listeners, I'm sure that they didn't watch the clip. Mm-hmm. Right? I didn't I didn't watch the clip. Can You didn't watch the full thing? I didn't watch the full thing. Did you watch, like, a recap or, like, anything? I mean, I watched I watched the SNL skit about it. I thought that was kind of funny. And so, I, did, I, did watch, okay. I did watch a recap of it, but I, I feel like I did 
I didn't get the full experience. You no, you didn't. I can so, promise you, you didn't. <laughs> for those of our listeners and myself, and I don't know if Christian listened to it or not. And I listened to what Kyle played. I read some stuff, so I have like some knowledge on things that Kanye said, but I didn't. Wait, you were listening? I put the CNN thing on afterwards. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard. So give us the too long, don't watch version. <sighs> I mean, I can't really give it to you like straight up. You're gonna have to. Watch like the full thing yourself. The full thing's like twenty six minutes or something like that. But I mean, listen, this so is what, what, they, what do they talk about? Like, let let me know what they <sighs> talked about first. Like, that's a lot. Okay, it's well, Kanye, man, it's, it's like, a, it, it bounces from here to there to here. To, like, it's it's all a lot. Over the place. Um, well, I mean, one of the big things he brought up, he was trying to get pardoned for. Um, yeah, that's like the main Jeff, reason that he Je- went. It was Jeffrey Jeffrey Hoover. Yeah, he's serving six life terms. For someone who, so do you remember when he wore the Free Hoover sweatshirt on SNL? Yes. Okay. So he was wearing that. I honestly didn't know who the person was, so I had to look him up. So he was a gangster in Chicago. He's part of some gang. Um, he basically got out of gang life because he was, he, he's now like 60 some years old. So he got out of gang life. He's turning his life around. He was um, doing a lot of stuff in Chicago, like for the community and stuff. And then. Basically, what happened is the FBI came to his door and were like, we have all these warrants like out for your arrest. Like, we know you did X, Y, and Z. So now he has six life sentences in federal – or not – well, in a prison in Colorado that also houses – the um, – What were his offenses? Were, were any of them – It's all nonviolent. Okay. It's just like drug-related. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so did he get the pardon? Not yet from Trump. That was the that was literally the very, very first thing Kanye brought up. And he made that very clear. He had um, Hoover's attorney Mm -hmm. and someone else. I forget who. Yeah. Some woman. Um, I think the main point that I'm trying to get across is like, it's just ironic that. That he said that they used that clip yeah. of him saying my sentences are like my response is like a fine wine like you have to enjoy like the whole thing yeah, yeah. like take your time while you and they like- use that four second clip as part of their 30 second clip of the whole 26 minute interview that was that was really like ironic yeah and like i can't go over everything that he talked about because i'm gonna be honest kanye is a little manic right now like he is talking some nonsense yeah but like his message was good, and he was... So what, what was your favorite thing that he talked about? My favorite thing about this is that Kanye's, like, pretty crazy. Trump is also pretty crazy. And they were, like, having a conversation where it felt like they were on an equal playing field. Which is, like, I have yet to see Trump talk to anyone where it feels like it's an equal playing field. It always feels like Trump is either, like, mocking you or, like, he's always, like, coming at you. But So why, why was that impressive to you? Because I've never seen it before. Like, it was Kanye. Do you feel like Kanye is going to end up making a change of some sort? Um, Maybe. Yeah. I think Trump kind of respects Kanye, which is. No, he strange. does. He does. He I mean, he respect, said it. Like, he doesn't yeah. respect many people. Truly, I don't think. And, like, it felt like there was, like, a genuine, like, I will listen to you. I think that's part of it, too. Kanye is trying to gain respect from trump i i kind of believe trump always was like kind of like on his side but not 
that recently. So that's why they did this whole like luncheon thing. Plus, Kanye wanted to bring up a lot of stuff like in Chicago, like he believes is wrong and stuff they need to change. So when he was talking to Trump, he was bringing up like very specific things that like he wanted to do. Um, like you were saying before, Steve, I don't know if Kanye is going to follow through and do that stuff himself. I feel like that's why he brought it up to Trump. And that's why there was this – he knew there was going to be this whole coverage of it. It's going to be this mm-hmm. big, big, big thing. So that's why he used that platform to say that stuff. So things could – so the ball kind of could start, like, get rolling. Um, my whole view on Kanye right now, you, you should listen to what he says. Um, he has a bunch of really, really, really good ideas I just think his problem right now is at times he's not the best communicator, mm-hmm. um, but the ideas are there. And I know, I mean, think about this. Like when you're a rapper, it can be kind of hard to communicate because you're only communicating in three-minute segments throughout your entire life. So, yeah, well, I encourage I you to about, listen to the whole thing. I want to talk about the mind control video. Did you guys watch that? It's like nine minutes. It's Kanye. I think he's I in didn't, Africa. I did not point. watch it, but I literally heard him play it off his phone, so I heard the entire thing, so yeah. I know what. Yeah. Did you listen to that at all? I didn't, no. I listened to it. So, honestly, when I listened to that the first time, I was, like, a little bit worried about Kanye. Like, it seemed like he was going off the edge a little bit again. Like, some of the stuff that he was saying, I was like... You think he's going off the edge a little bit again? Um, I, I think he's off the edge. I do. I don't think he is. I, no, because... Like, like I said, really the strong I, opinions for I feel like some people might have opinions that he is or he yeah, isn't. I feel no, like yeah. you can't pick the middle. He's he, off the edge. No, like, like I said, I think the ideas are there, and he's using his platform. Why do you think he's off the edge? <laughs> Did you see those clips? Which ones? The ones from the Trump meeting. Man, we just talked yeah, about this. Yeah, we just talked about that. You, you didn't know, watch anything the, to say I, about I'm telling, it. No, no, no. But, I, I, but the clips, he mean he's waving his arms around. Bro, he's, you got to listen to the whole thing. You, you really... You're looking at the clips. It's, it's a 26-minute long interview, and you listen to, like, a minute. There was one part that I watched, and I, I think it was about maybe four or five minutes long, and I, I, caught like the, I caught, like, the tail end of it. I didn't watch the whole beginning, but the one part that I saw, and I was like, what is the point of this? Is when he was showing him Picture pictures of, of the, like yeah, that was hydrogen planes. Like you need to be in the best style and this and this and this is our president. He needs to be like swagged out. I was like, I was like, at okay, that like at this point, like, I get. Yeah, it all comes together, but I'm like that does not this is not relevant. Like, so the dude is, is the president. Like he is a living lab. He doesn't need to have a hydrogen plane and this <laughs> and this. Like he doesn't need to have Yeezys on his feet. Trump. Yeah, yeah I th- I think that was one of the examples that he used. But the whole message he had behind that is, like, if our president looks bad, our entire nation looks bad. So that's the whole thing he was getting at. And that was just one of the ex- examples. And, yes, I <laughs> – Out of context. Out of context, crazy. yes. Like, it sounds crazy. And, like, yeah, I, I would agree with that. But all I'm going to say, like, you, you really need to watch the full thing. So the mind control thing? Yeah, going back to that. I would say like the first six minutes of that, I think it's like nine minutes long. The first six minutes, I was like worried Kanye was going off the edge. <laughs> and then at the like last three minutes of it, he kind of starts like putting everything that he said like back into context. 
And by the end of it, I was like, my mind was kind of blown. Just kind of like the spiritual ideas that he has are like really, really, really cool. And like, I liked when he was talking about how he's a, how he's just a vessel, like his time on earth, like everyone is just a vessel. Oh my god, I don't know. It's very yeah, very like cool. he was just trying to get at like how you should not ever be trying to control someone or telling someone what to do because that's not your place in life ever. Also, oh, also, I think he's gonna be able to buy his uh his rights to his music. I think yeah. <laughs> after that video, yeah. Y'all should definitely watch it. So what's uh, the studio session thing? Oh my gosh. This did you watch the studio session? Yeah. Did you watch the studio session? You didn't watch it. Uh see if he like played music. The one where Oh, did he? It's fire yes. too. Like no, it's I didn't watch really it. Really cool. I didn't know it existed. No, it's okay. Well do you I'm know, not like I'm not like following Kanye. So, like that. <laughs> so do you know he's in Uganda right now? Yeah. So remember he said he's gonna go to South Africa, he's gonna like be one with nature and stuff like that when he was in his TMZ interview. Kooky. When when <laughs> when Yandi didn't drop? Yeah. Do you remember that? Okay. So he's in Uganda. They're they're literally I don't even know where they're at. Like no one it's knows. Like but a, it's like a resort. Yeah, and it's like a resort, but they built like these special domes. Dome things for them. So they can literally like it's their It's like air conditioned, it's like really It's nice a house, there. but it can be like half of it can be open at once. So he has a studio in there and he's literally just has it open and he's just blaring music and listening to nature and he's literally like during the studio session he had his uh one person like all right play this beat starts playing it and he just kind of like sits there like on the little sofa that was like in the dome and then he kind of he grabbed the mic and he walked outside and he was literally like outside and like just freestyling basically about everything and like it was just super cool to see really exciting like as someone who made music it's really really a cool process that he goes through to like make music like it's a really there's really not and think of Kanye style. too. There's not many videos and instances of Kanye literally making not only so I've seen videos of him producing stuff. I've seen that. Not a lot, but some. But this one was literally him making a beat and rapping to it for minutes on minutes on minutes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, if you're interested in like the creative process of different people because everyone has a different creative process but like when i sit down to write a paper is completely different than when you sit down to read you know yeah. a paper or like i don't know anything that you do that's creative like everyone has different processes and mm-hmm. like his obviously as someone who's been like a really successful artist it's really interesting to see his process yeah for sure and like the energy i don't know it was just really really cool but anyway I feel like we've talked about Kanye enough. <laughs> well, I, I do, do want to ask you guys one Go more ahead. question before yeah. we Hit move me. on because I think this is important. He's doing all these different things, and we know what he's doing and how he's doing, and he's getting his, himself out there. He's doing, but why is he doing it? What What is Kanye's why? Well, what is he doing? Trying to make change, but but why is he making change? See, so for me, I don't know if you guys ever saw that TED talk, right? The the why, how, what. Mm-hmm. TED talk. You can't get from me. Yeah, I got you. I think it's hard for me to buy into anything that Kanye is doing. And, and granted, like I said, I don't really follow it. But I think a purpose or a reason why I'm not following it is because I don't really know what he's doing it for. Like, You think he has like a secret initiative? I don't think he has saying? a secret initiative, but I think he needs to tell people why he's doing the things he's doing instead of just going and doing it. 
I don't think that people will buy into Kanye West if Kanye West doesn't say, this is why I'm doing it. I mean, why does anyone do anything? Why do, I mean, he's doing it to he, make money, right? Yeah, yeah like, no. No, no he's not <laughs> no. doing it to make money? Not, not this crazy shit that he's doing. Uh, I mean, do you think he's campaigning for president? That's no. why he's doing it? No. Mm. No, I don't. I think there's one thing that I was thinking about, and like, I do love Kanye, but I am having a little trouble just hopping completely on board just because I feel like out of every instance in his life, every like era, like he's definitely receiving the most hate he's ever received before. For one, I think he's, I mean, I, I, he's definitely receiving the most attention at the same time, but definitely more hate than love at this point. I feel you guys can disagree if you disagree, but I think he's receiving more hate than love. I've, I've seen so many actual like celebrities and rappers tweet at him like, calling him like a bum all this stuff like snoop dogg like a lot of people have been like tweeting at him saying like ti says gonna smack him like a bunch of stuff um and, like, i know kyle thinks that he's at his most creative point that we've ever seen him and i don't know if i would call it that i, I it's almost like i think he's having i think he's having maybe the height of like an eternal awakening as weird and corny as that sounds but i think he's kind of struggling with his creativity because He's I, I, at least in my opinion, he's going about completely different means than I've ever seen before. And I'm not saying there's anything necessarily wrong with change, but people are perceiving it in the wrong way. And I know that he's saying that. Well, why, why do we perceive things in the wrong way? Because of how the media puts it out. But I'm obviously not a part of black culture. But of all these people that are a part of a black culture that may have known Kanye from before, and they're just like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, why? Like, and it's mostly just with the Trump stuff. I don't know. Part of me makes me feel like. He has an agenda, but I'm not even sure if his mind has wrapped around an end yet. And I think he's just going with it and just flowing and just doing all these different things to try to. I think build his intentions like a, are good, though. Like, I don't think Kanye is evil in nature. No. Okay, but you can believe that, and then he can say it. I. I you want him to say it? I want him to say why he's doing it. So, I, last I, thought, Kyle, and then we got to move on. Okay. He wants to start in Chicago. He's made that very clear. He wants to start reforming the area. Um, he's meeting with he he said during the interview he wants to he met with the head of police in Chicago. He's talking about crime rate stuff like that. Um, his intentions are there. And going back to what Christian said, yes, I, I did say I think he's at his most creative part. That goes for musically. That goes for the way he's, like, saying these ideas so, like, raw and stuff. Because I think Kanye has gotten to that point in his life where he has finally, and this is hard to believe, he's finally realized the platform and impact he has on this world. And he's, this is, this is what I think is happening. He's trying to use it and he's trying to do good. He the but the like I said before, his biggest problem right now is communicating. Yeah. So he's trying to figure that out. My dude has only been be able been able to communicate through rap. That's fair. For the past however many years. Mm-hmm. So so, I think I think he needs to figure out how to communicate yes. sooner rather than later, or he's gonna lose a lot of people like myself or like Christian yeah. who are on the Kanye train. Like, we enjoy Kanye. I think he's one of the best artists of all time. But very quickly, he can fall off my opinion, that high of an opinion for me, just because of 
message and how crazy he's coming off. I do agree with he needs to figure it out sooner rather than later, and I think he will. It's just Kanye's that type of person where everything is just so raw. Mm. Like, nothing is filtered ever. Like, think about what he did, like, when he went up on stage for Taylor Swift and he did that, like, that yeah. game. Um, a lot of people hated him for that, but, like, that's that's the way he is, and that's kind of part of the message he's trying to bring. Like, us as humans have to be able to, like, do whatever we want and say whatever we want and not be in this simulation like okay, Kanye. <laughs> sorry sorry that i mean that's i get what you're saying though so like i was saying before i've thought about this a lot for the past couple of days he's just trying to figure out how to communicate i think that's all it is i think people who are not on his side and haven't listened to all his ideas i encourage you just to listen to them and then formulate your opinions I listened to the whole interview, the raw interview first, and then I listened to like reporters from CNN. Yeah, I mean, if you're who gonna have an roasted opinion, him, let's, and let's listen to all, or like let's take in all the information. Let's just not base an opinion off sure. of a little bit of information. Sure, does That's that sound fair? fair? And yeah. I'm not expecting like your guys' views to change. Like I, I just want you like, because they messed with like the clip a lot. I I, just, I, I, I really do encourage you just to listen to the whole thing if you all have right. time. Let's take it from. If Kanye to Kyle, if there was a spectrum of Kanye and Drake, Kyle would be on the Kanye side very far, and Christian would be on the Drake side very far. And I feel like me and you, Steve, are kind of like, I'm probably more on the Kanye side. I think side. I'm also more on the Kanye side, but like a healthy. But yeah, like I, I like Drake a lot. But I'm Chris, talking about strictly just like who I like better as... Artist, overall, yeah, like I mean, like oh, I like okay. Drake. Like I'm yeah, not yeah, I mean, right, but you're still more on the Kanye spectrum. Like if we had to place you on the spectrum, you're more to Kanye than you are to Drake. I mean, that's all relative. I mean, I like both persons. It sounded better in my head when I was gonna say. It's all right, man. I know what you mean. Out of everyone on the table, I would prefer to listen to Drake than Kanye. Yeah, okay, there that's a go. good way all to right. put it. Let's so, are we just talking musically? Yes. So let's let's talk about another interview that happened over the last week that came out. This one was LeBron's new series, The Shop, on HBO. I highly recommend that if you like this podcast, that you actually go take a look at those episodes. No, man, don't tell them about that. They they leave us. Listen, <laughs> it's way better than ours. So, talking about raw interviews, this is basically just a shoot of a couple guys sitting in a barbershop talking about what's going on in their life, what they're experiencing. And the second episode of this uh, show is Drake and LeBron. They go through, they talk to some NBA players in the beginning. Ben Simmons included. Then they move on to just the two of them, and they really dive into what Drake is experiencing with the whole Kanye beef, what his album did for him, his kid, the Pusha T beef. All of those things included kind of wrapped up into this, and he really sheds some light onto what he experienced from his side. Because I feel like for us as the consumer, we get a lot of what Kanye's thinking, a lot of what Kanye said, but we didn't get a lot of Drake's thoughts besides his music. Mm-hmm. So... In this interview, Drake says a lot of really interesting things about his kid and how he doesn't want his kid to feel like, you know, it's a mistake or, you know, anything like that. But, I mean, if you guys have thoughts and opinions on it, go ahead. Start. Yeah, I want to hear, Christian, your thoughts on... The whole interview itself? Yeah, like the whole Drake part. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll kind of just 
keep it to the, the sweet points of it. And, like, obviously, I feel like how Kyle follows Kanye, uh, it's kind of how I follow Drake. I just, his personal life, his musical life, just kind of his personality, just kind of how he carries himself and stuff. And I could, like I've said before many times, I'm very good at reading people through. I can read if someone's just on some bullshit or if they're actually meaning what they say. And this was a really raw interview. And pretty much it just came about where he said that Kanye hit him up, that he wanted him to come out to um, Wyoming to help him work on originally just a song, the Lift Yourself song. I don't think he specified that it was actually called Lift Yourself, but he wanted him to work out, work, come out and work on a song. And I know Drake for, he would not go out and do go out of his way for anyone unless it really would benefit him in some way. And he's at the point in his career, in my opinion, like he really doesn't need anybody to kind of put him on anymore. He's, you can argue that he kind of owns the game a lot in the charts, all that stuff. Anyway, yeah. he genuinely seemed like he was still treating Kanye and looking at Kanye as like a mentor because he told LeBron he's like when he told me to come out for a song he's like I, I hit a 40 like right away and he's like I wanted to go out and he's like worst comes to worst he's like I leave with a beat like a man is willing to go that far to leave with just one beat to me it's like okay like, you respect Kanye enough to not only fly out there but he was like hey we'll get an experience we'll get to just you know throw some ideas around if I leave with a beat awesome if not then hey I, I get some experience working with him blah 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 so he gets there and he said that 40 was there like a few hours before him and he 40 text Drake and he's like yo something's off and Drake was like what do you mean he's like this isn't just a song he's like I think he's working on a project he's like there's like way too much stuff written down he's like there's like a lot going on blah 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 anyway Drake's like ah no we're fine whatever we'll go in so he goes there and they, he originally plays him the lift yourself beat and they start working on that long story short Drake said that they ended up he ended up helping him work on like a lot of the yay album and because they were just there for a few days and he said like they were just collaborating and just like putting their minds together and they were just working on stuff and at the end of it all um he did he kind of gave him the lift yourself beat he left him with that and jake went on his way and then before he even like got home and like was fully settled that he kind of released the lift yourself like beat and then yeah. that's when like the disc came out all that stuff and he was just kind of drake quoted saying like he was just talking nonsense and he's like oh man like this dude's trolling me like drake literally said he's like i felt I like i was, was being so trolled funny he's like <laughs> he thought he was getting trolled yeah i don't do you think that's actually what it was like lift yourself was actually kanye trolling him or that's just i feel like drake is also a very paranoid person like in a lot of his recent songs he talks about like white vans outside real subtle guys or like i hear people tapping my phones i feel like drake has some paranoia that people are like i mean obviously people are, are gunning for him like people want to take him mm-hmm. down but i feel like he's kind of paranoid maybe I mean, a little bit to, I just, that's hard to even judge something so like, like that without when being... he says i think connie was trolling me like i don't know if that's if connie was actually trying to troll him if that's like the point of it mm-hmm. i mean i, I don't con- know like <laughs> the lyrics for lift yourself poop scoop yeah poop de whoop that was that was like here throw this back in your face this is what I was actually going to use the song for. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what I got from that. Because I didn't. Damn. Yeah, this whole Drake interview, it, it spread like a lot of light on the whole thing, given um, some of the timeline wasn't like adding up when I, Kanye like tweeted it. Plus, there were other people who were talking about the timeline. But Drake actually sat down and gave us like the timeline of everything that happened. So, yeah, Kanye gave him the beat, lift yourself, realized Drake didn't use it. And then used it to make 
lyrics that just say poop scoop. Drake also said that when he was there, because they were obviously not only making music, that he showed him, like, pictures of his kid. Because, mm-hmm. like, obviously, four, you knew, like, his close friends, but he was showing Kanye pictures of his kid. And then he claims, and like, you obviously you can take everything with a grain of salt. We don't know who's telling the full truth and who's not, but he said that he showed Kanye pictures of his kid. And then from there, that's kind of how Push got word on, like, the kid's name, what he looks like, blah, 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 stuff like that, that even had a kid. Yeah. Um, but then when Drake got home and he, like, he heard that song, like, he said that, well, he texted. Um, 4D, and then he texts LeBron, and he pretty much told LeBron, he's like, he said it took him a few days for it to even register, like, what the hell just happened? Drake thought, like, yeah, he think it said, like, took, like, three days until he realized, like, okay, so this is kind of, like, trying to, what did he say exactly, Steve? He said that he, it was, like, he was trying to, like, not end his career, but it was, like, he was trying to really tamper with, like, a, a move in his career. Like, he was trying to, like, yeah, do, like a chess do, move. Yeah, yeah, do Drake dirty type of thing, like, get, like, one step ahead. Um, and then he and, was saying, like, because Drake told Kanye that he was dropping that album on June 20th, and then Kanye dropped four albums in a row right before that. that yeah. Like, literally weeks before that, where it was Pusha, then Kanye, then Kanye and Cuddy, and then uh, Tiana Taylor. Yeah. So it was, like, four albums in a row leading up to that, and it was like Kanye had all this hype and all this... this. Why do you think Kanye did that? Like, does he have beef with Drake before this? I mean, this goes back to the conversation that we had two or three weeks ago where it's like, oh, there's all these rumors that, that Drake did this and Drake did that to, to Kanye beforehand. But that beforehand. happened all after. But all that came out after. But, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Kanye knew something that we didn't beforehand. Interesting. And that goes along with the fact that Drake said that he texts LeBron and he's like, I don't want to let you down. He told him, like, I don't want to let you down whatever decision I make in terms of because he originally, like, he there is... He yeah. claims that there is a diss track that he has made, and he even said he's like honestly, he's like I don't even like it. He's like, he's like the beat is like he actually think he said like the beat's kind of garbage in my opinion, but he's like it's just a full fledged like attack. Yeah. And I know that like LeBron's heard it, he's seen it, and LeBron told him that he thinks that he should just release it. And what did he say? He said as a rap purist, it, like, he wants to hear yeah, it. You should flawlessly, or no, you should. I forget what word he used exactly, but he just pretty much said you should like release it flawlessly you should just full-on do it but he ended up not doing it and that makes me like again you don't know for sure if it does exist but if he's saying it does and i mean you don't know if lebron's saying that you're through if it's out there that i think the other interesting thing is that he was saying during his interview is that um he wasn't mad about kanye bringing out the baby news see that's the gray part that i'm not getting he said the only thing he was mad about was the the diss at forty. So, yeah, yeah. But even the the baby, like the kid thing, I'm still confused about that because there was an interview with Pusha after release Infrared on whatever radio station, and Pusha put up, like said to the interview, "I was the first one that found out about this because this was when Drake was talking about going to Adidas. Pusha's with Adidas. Pusha and Drake were at the same meeting." And Drake was talking to Adidas about releasing like a kids or like a tracksuit named mm-hmm. Adidon, like yeah. Adidas, like mm-hmm. a play on words. So that's when Pusha found out about that. So like I don't like that's where what the I really a little fuzzy with like everything. that's what I really wish because I want to have that timeline before I make that. And I think it's a lot deeper than we're ever gonna know. Yeah, like I'm sure it is. And my biggest thing that like the biggest gray area to me is if. Because Drake claims, and so does, like, LeBron and then that Jay Prince dude, which I don't know if you guys know who Jay Prince is, that OG. Like, everyone yeah. is saying that this diss track would not only 
it wouldn't even affect Pusha that much, but it would affect like Kanye. Kanye's livelihood. But I don't think it even has to do fully with Kanye. I mean, it does, but I, at least my opinion, I think it has something to do with Kim and the Kardashian family in that sense. That it would just like, or as far as maybe something with like Chloe and like OJ being like the dad, something. I have no idea, <laughs> but I don't know if Kanye maybe got wind or heard rumor from somebody and that he was just trying to maybe get like one step ahead and just kind of really interesting uh, what's, what's the word try to just like remove the attention from the rumors around that and then kind of just stick something in Drake and kind of like okay we're gonna just like forget that do you ever think imp- Drake and Kanye will make up no nah. uh, I don't think so ever not now never ever, so. ever like when Meek uh, and Drake were beefing I thought that they would eventually make up but I think that I the- thought Meek would have to uh, come back from the grave for that <laughs> I mean <laughs> Between Kanye and Drake, though, I think this is deeper than just a rap beef. Mm. This this is personal. Like th- they are going at each other's character, and I think the interesting thing is is like Drake said in the interview, he said I took all that negative energy and I put it into myself. I didn't go out, and he he made he said in my feelings nonstop mob ties eight out of ten, out of 10. Songs, yeah. the four best songs on the entire album after after that whole thing happened. Which I think is really interesting. All right, I want to transition. We talked a little bit about uh, sneaker deals. Yeah. Our uh, our best friend here at the show, Joel Embiid, <laughs> recently uh, signed with Under Armour. Should I go grab his picture real quick? Yeah, please do. I'm looking at him right now. I have a mural of Joel. <laughs> uh, so Joel Embiid signed with Under Armour, a deal. Um, there's a really interesting like story that went along with the whole Very thing. Very interesting. That was, you know, it's more than sneakers. It's bigger than basketball. Um, you know, he really wants to do some things with Under Armour that are going to be good. But I think what we care most about, most about is um, the sneaker deal. I mean, I think it's really cool what he's doing. He's saying that, you know, I, Kyle, did you read the story? Yeah, I read the whole. So, yeah, on Under Armour's page or one of their blogs or something, they put up the the name of the deal. I, I Well, I think it's just called like Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. And it's basically just a dialogue of him. Yeah. Just talking. It sounds like he's talking to, like... Us. Yeah, like, us and, like, you know, like, someone he would be talking to if he was pitching himself, like, to Under Armour. Like, he, like this is his story yeah. of, like, what he wants to do with this brand. And I thought it was amazing. Well done. Yeah. So good. So one thing I wanted to bring up with you, Kyle. Yeah. I haven't told you about this yet. I've been waiting for the pod to tell you. <laughs> so, obviously, big man sneakers don't sell very well. Yeah. I think the last person who had, the last big man who had a sneaker was Shaq, if I'm not mistaken. I think Dwight Howard had the D12s. Mm, with who? I want to say. Doesn't matter. Yeah, okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was thinking Joel Embiid, instead of doing a basketball sneaker, would do more of like a lifestyle sneaker. Because Joel Embiid is kind of seen as someone who's like more like out in the streets, like a cultural icon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like because big man basketball sneakers, like high tops, really don't like sell that well. I thought that was an interesting idea. Any thoughts? My thoughts are he should do both. Hmm. He's I mean, not. He's not. He's not worried about sales. I can tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. Like, given his message and stuff that he said. Him and Under Armour are not going to be worried about sales. Obviously, this is going to bring sales to Under Armour one way or another. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting to see the shoe they come up with and see how well it sells. You know, Under Armour has kind of been on the come up a lot. They have a lot of like 
I think The Rock is signed with Under Armour. So yeah, I like And he does really, really well with them. Like people really everyone like Everyone that. that they they're signed with has been like MVPs for the last five years in all five major sports. That's crazy. Does anyone know that? Oh yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so, <Let me> <laughs> so um Joel is obviously just signed. They have Steph Curry. They have um Michael Phelps. He's just talking NBA. Well, no, I wasn't just talking NBA. They have the Michael Rock. Phelps. They have The Rock. Cam they Newton. they have Cam Newton. They have um, Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. They have. Um, oh, I mean, those are, those are huge names. I mean, you can make an argument that those are the biggest names in each sport. They have. There's some person from the Pittsburgh Penguins that they have. Sidney Crosby. No, it's not Crosby. It's like the next best person. But I don't know. I don't know. Um, they also have. Newly, ASAP Rocky. Fire. Mm. <laughs> Man, I'm about to so, rock under armor all the time that? now. No, I didn't. I mean, yeah. I knew Rocky had that Calvin Klein deal. ASAP's are... But, talking of MVPs, uh, we're going to talk about the NBA a little bit. Now we're rolling. Now we're rolling. So NBA predictions. For those of you who don't know, the NBA starts officially, I guess I'll say today, oh. because by the time the podcast is up, you'll probably be listening to it on that day. So, on Tuesday, the NBA is starting. Sixers kick off with the Celtics at 8 p.m. That's the first game of the season. (laughs) A lot of exciting storylines going into the season. Of course, the whole Jimmy Butler debacle. Um, You have (laughs) the Celtics super team, the the Warriors having five all-stars on their team. You got the up-and-coming Sixers. You you got, you know, crazy rookies in the league, Luka Doncic, uh, DeAndre Ayton. You have all those players who are looking really good. So... The question that we're going to kind of go through is we're just going to talk about some of our NBA predictions for the year. Um, We have a couple topics that we want to cover just to see how many we can all get right. Um, I do want to go through some over-unders with the guys, though, and I want to talk and see what they think about what's going to happen. So I want to talk about maybe the top five or six that that I'm interested in hearing about. So right now, the Warriors are projected at 62.5 wins over-under. Mm-hmm. I agree. Under. Under? You think they're going to be under 62? I think they're going to preserve themselves. Okay. The what did they have last year? Do we have, 58. Yeah, it'll be around the around same. there again. Because yeah. you think about it. Even I think, and I think the the Rockets are going to do the same thing. Like, they learned their lesson last year. They completely dominated in the regular season, and they were kind of tired when they got to playoffs. Okay, so under for the Warriors. Under for the Warriors? Yeah, I'll say under again. They're going to preserve themselves. It makes sense to go under. I'm going to pick over just to make it interesting. Katie just wants to stun. He's going <laughs> to win 70 for him. I have a few. Yeah, they're kind of. I feel like they want to a little bit. There you go. I'm also going under for them. Uh, Boston Celtics are opening at 58 and a half. Yeah. Over. Over? I think Boston's going to win the East. Like, heavy. We're not there yet, Drew. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if everyone's. Uh, yeah. Uh. I think with the hype of everyone coming back, being healthy, Hayward and Irving, I'm going to say, yeah, over to Pratt. You're going to be hyped to play. What do you think, Kyle? <sighs> They're going to dominate. It's going to be nasty. I'm going to go under. Yeah, Especially I'm also taking under. the East under. is so weak. I'm They're taking under. Crush teams, man. I don't know. I think the East is a little bit different this year. Okay, we're just going to do one more. I'm going to do the Sixers, of course. They're opening at 53 and a half. I want to say over. So I'm going to say they're over. over. They're 53 and a half. 53 and a half. That's what they're opening at. I might make some money on that, though. Ooh. Might uh, 
That sounds like a little hot. Like to me, it that definitely sounds, sounds high. a little hot. Definitely. Well, I mean, from I the mean, past they were two fifty-two teams, wins last year. Yeah, but that last like twelve-game winning streak was unbelievable, and I don't think they'll do that again this year because that was just dumb. Like they just kept winning. I don't think they'll do that again. I, I want. I'm gonna say over because I love the Sixers. <laughs> but if I were a betting man, you would I'd take the under. under. What about you, Christian? Did you say they ran again for for yeah uh, fifty three and a half, over under? Um, how do you win a half game? You don't, that, that's <laughs> why that's why they put it at fifty three and a half. So if you go under and they win fifty three games, you win the bet. Gotcha. You can't. I'm gonna tie. be ho- I'm gonna be hopeful and say over. Yeah, Dude, there if, you go. If, I'm also going if, over. I, I think the Sixers are gonna hit a real groove. All right, so now we're gonna talk about. We'll start off with rookie of the year, um, and we'll go with Drew. Who do you think is gonna win rookie of the year? Luka Doncic. Who do you guys think is going to win rookie? That's of the mine year? as well. I have no. I know the least about basketball here. <laughs> or right. Trey. I'll Young. admit it. Trey Young could be a sleeper pick. Trey Young. Uh, I'm actually. I'm thinking uh, Colin Sexton. The no. Cavs. Yeah, I because no. I I do. I think the Cavs over under. I can go back and double check. Was like thirty. I actually think they're going to be a playoff team still. Jarrah Smith is going to. My prediction is Jarrah Smith is going to turn it on for like the first. 12 games of the seasons, and then he's going to get tired and be like, oh, man. I think Kevin Love's still got a lot of talent, so that's that. Okay. Who do you think is going to win MVP this year? So, mine's a little, I don't want to say weird, but I know that he's been on ESPN a lot, kind of bitching about like the quote-unquote politics behind MVP, and if his message gets across, and as long as he plays the way he's been playing, I think that Anthony Davis can steal it this year, but if not, then I'm going to go with LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, I'm also taking LeBron. But I do like your – yeah, Anthony Davis could make a push. Even Giannis could make a push this year. Davis maybe. is disgusting. You know, I, Davis disgusting. is really good. I think, honestly, depending on if the Sixers do that well, I think Joel could also be in the He's conversation. He's a sleeper. For yeah, real. Joel's a sleeper. Bron, Bron. Mm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. He deserves it. Uh, Eastern Conference matchup. Who are you taking? And who's your winner? Sixers, Celtics. Sixers and seven. At home. You just said the Celtics five minutes ago <laughs> would, would run away with the East. Uh, I've changed my mind <laughs> in the last two minutes. Christian, who, who you got in the Conference Finals? East. I can agree with that. I think one, because I, I believe the Celtics are going to make it, but I have to be hopeful as a Sixers fan. But I don't think still that... Sixers can get into a group, but I don't think they're in the state yet where they're going to be able to make it directly to the final. So I'm going to think Celtics are going to steal it. You think? Who do you think wins a home court advantage of the Sixers Celtics? Who do you think wins? I mean, Celtics have home court, but I guess so. Yeah, I'm taking the Sixers in five. They're going to do the Jesus. same thing. They're going to do the same thing to the Celtics that we did last year. We're going to come out. We're going to dominate. We're going to do all the great things. Kyle. Um, I'll definitely go with what you guys are saying. The Celtics, I, I mean, I don't even know that much about basketball, honestly, and I don't follow it as much as you guys, but I can tell you I've been hearing a lot about the Celtics lately, so I'm going to pick them. Um, And since I'm a big Sixers fan, I'll go with the Sixers. Not that diverse of a group here. <laughs> yeah. Drew, Western Conference Finals matchup and winner. It's Golden State and Houston, and now Golden State's going to win it all for like <laughs> the fourth year. So I don't think there's much more to be said about that. We all agree? No, actually. I think it's going to be Houston who takes it this year. Houston was one Chris Paul away. 
in Game Seven from taking that series. That's true. And now they have Boogie Cousins. <laughs> but Boogie is coming off of a torn Achilles and won't play until probably January or February. And at that point, he's going to come in and disturb the lineup, and I think really shake him up. You know I what? think from my defensive rebounding perspective, he's not that good of a rebounder. Uh, Capella's a better rebounder, better defender. Okay, maybe statistically. Like, Okay, but then you have KD, and you also have Jamon Green, who are both and they also have Melo now. Melo was washed. Uh, Wa- don't get me. I'm Mello, don't, that's a whole listen. Mello put you down too. Washed. Melo. Melo on Draymond. I'm telling you, that's a good matchup. Washed. I can't. I'm, Maybe. I have strong opinions. On I'd Mello. love to <laughs> see. Quit two years ago. Is that going to be like a Christmas Day game? You think Golden State and Houston regular season? Uh, I think it is. Yeah. I'll be lit for that. Anyway, okay. Five uh, minutes left. Top of the week. No, but we gotta go through yeah, the finals. I didn't even do uh, my oh yeah, who's your West? I got the Lakers. Oh, I just right. want to see LeBron still prove all the Jordan supporters wrong. Cause I'd love I to see that go. too, actually. Yeah, I just want to see. He, Can okay. you imagine? So, so you have Lakers Celtics in the finals. Who are you taking, and how many games? Lakers, Lakers in, four. in six. And LeBron's your MVP. Yeah, you have. <laughs> Warriors, Sixers. Warriors, Sixers, Sixers, and four. And Joel Embiid, the MVP. <laughs> Dude, Warriors, Celtics, Warriors, and five. Again. I have Houston, Sixers, and I'm giving Houston in seven. Okay. All right. Cop of the week. Cop of the week. We need, like, a theme song for, like, cop of the week. It's the cop <laughs> of the week. Bam, bam. Not, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cop of the week. Uh, last week, Drew, what was your cop of the week? Uh, Drew I got a car. No, <laughs> <laughs> a brand new cop. No, I just copped some pants. I told Kyle about it. Oh nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Kyle, what was your cop of the week last week? Ooh, um, did I have anything that I wanted to cop? Did I say any? No, I went over like my previous ones, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Do you have anything you want to buy this week? Buy this week? Or you no. bought recently? I mean, last week I spent a lot for like Kelsey's birthday. We went out to eat, and she said the dinner gifts. was awesome. Do you go to? Have you guys been to Bar Avalon? I've seen it a hundred times, nope. but nah. Dude, go. It's on. A, it's really good. Like it's, right it's on like, it's like Tekka status, them. man. Yeah, it's really good. Wow. Tekka's good. Christian, cop of the week. I don't think I bought anything last week, and I don't. You buying anything this week? I don't have anything really on my radar this week, so I'm gonna have to just give my music opinion. Damn, uh, this segment's going downhill fast. No I think we've always spent a lot of money over the <laughs> yeah, last we, couple of months. We so have spent a ton grand for of me, money. So I'm chilling right now. I'm uh. Uh, my cop of the week, I got a bonus today, so I don't nice. know. I, I gotta go. I gotta go buy something. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> so you're just time. telling everyone you have money, but you don't know what you want to uh, spend it on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go and get a television. Probably, I want to buy another 32-inch TV, just something simple for my room because I broke the other one. Oh, yeah, or did. just keep it down here. So yeah, I mean, I'll, I will man. keep it down Why here. Put that money in a uh, mutual fund. <laughs> oh man, Drew, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, old school cool follow-up. Last week, Christian challenged us to go out and check out our old school cool on Reddit. I went on there. I saw some pretty cool stuff. That's my opinion. Kyle, what do you got? <laughs> I actually, like, how much time do we have? One minute. We have enough time. Yeah, we can go Yeah, we'll go over a little bit. Right. I actually I actually went into this, like, a little bit earlier today. So I found a picture of all the actors from The Goonies. Oh, 
Mm. Um, so one of my favorite characters obviously was Chunk. <laughs> so kind of like the person who has the deformed face, like the big guy that they find. Um, the actor is actually named Jeff Cohen. And the more I was reading up about him, first of all, he was really young when he was in that movie. I thought it was like an older man who was playing it. He was really young. Um, he ended up becoming a, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, he ended up becoming like a lawyer for the entertainment business. So kind of like what he was in, like he became a lawyer for actors. Interesting. That's cool. So yeah. And like, I'm up, he actually co-founded Cohen and Gardner law. And I just thought that was really cool. Oh, so fun fact about the Goonies, the movie, it was actually, let me find it. Um, in 2017, it was put into the National Film Registry for, what was the exact word that said? In 2017, the film was selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress as being culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. So, like, what does that mean? Only it's 20, a big deal. Yeah, but it, it's really cool. Only twenty five films are put into that category. Wow, Godfather, in, Scarface, in that like Dang. every year. Oh, every year. So, but I mean, it's only been around for a little bit. So, there's only seven hundred twenty five films in the registry. That's so awesome. that made one of them. So yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. I didn't know it was looked at like that. Yeah. So. I just went to the top all time of old school cool. And it's the original day the logo of Paramount Pictures was painted. And it's oh, like the dude sitting cool. with, standing with it. It's pretty dope. Wait, with the lion? Is that nah, what you're it's like a mountain. Wait, what am I thinking about? Of all time. Oh, no, no, no. I know what you're talking about. I'm thinking about some other It's cool. I, I have been on this before, and I enjoy it. I don't know. It's one of my favorite subreddits. Yeah, it's definitely it's very interesting. My favorite subreddit? RNBA. RNBA, <laughs> R Sixers, RNBA, R Eagles, R Ask Reddit, my rotation, heavy rotation. Christian, what was what was your mine R- was school? there was a picture there was um the original was like the Miss Miss America like the original contest that the finalists had to get X rays and they had to have pictures of themselves so they were in like whatever clothes they were wearing like some dress and then they had their x-ray picture next to them and then they got judged based off of not only how they look but oh no i saw what this. their x-ray looks like to see if no they're like way. their posture was their good posture enough was good to feel like how your spine looks and i was like <laughs> That's wow wild. that is like really wild how's your insides looking kind of thing. <laughs> so yeah that was uh, i did not know that at all by any means but yeah, that was kind of freaking weird to me Fun. all right last quick topic everybody's gonna go around say one thing and then we're gonna wrap it up best song of the week christian you start I just heard it today. Uh, Future and Juice World, and it's called. Bum, 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 Fine bum, China. Bum. Fine China. Fine China. Yeah, Fine China. Literally just came out today. Highly recommend. I have been listening to the 21 Pilots album. I can't stop singing My Blood. It's a really good song. And if it was like hip hop related, uh, Drip Too Hard is like, it's such a bang. <laughs> and like, I'm all about now. I'm all about. Lil Baby is fire. Uh yeah, I'm gonna go with Fine China. Still bumping Astro World though. Mm. Just give a little shout out. Skeletons. Yes. Best song of the week for me was "Pass Out" by Quavo and Twenty One Savage. 
Really? That was your favorite song of the album? Oh, yeah, easily. 21 Savage had his best verse ever in that. Another song that I found today, uh, give a shout-out on up-and-coming artist Sig Roy, his song IDK. Listen to that. It's pretty good. Bet. All right. That's the pod. That was That's the pod. It. That was episode <laughs> seven, guys. Uh, as always, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Minds Collide Pod. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. See you, man. Peace. Peace.